Hello world, my name is Jesse Hernandez. On my social media accounts, it is the underscore Hawaiian 4. And I'm about to try something here. You're about to listen to the very first episode of a podcast I am calling The Hawaiian's New Music Thoughts. Or as we're going to call it over here, TNMT. And let me just start by saying this. December 31st, I grabbed a beer, threw it up, said 2020 is my year, bitches. And I honestly thought that that was true, until I gave this motherfucker like a month or two. This is getting kind of ridiculous at this point. Yo, my cat died, and a global pandemic took over my life. That actually is true. I had a cat die, and the bird died this year. And of course, we all know the pandemic happened. Low key fuck 2020. Now, the reason you are not getting this sooner in 2020 is because I didn't lose my job. I actually kept working. However, I've had this thought in my mind to start a podcast of some sort or something in general talking about music. That song you just heard was called F2020, by a girl trio called Avenue Beat. The song came out in August, and obviously we all know 2020 was a hell of a fucking year. I can't say I did anything else but work this year, but I did talk about starting this podcast very early on in 2020. 2020 just taught me I have done nothing but procrastinate. And so I am here on this first episode to go over how the fuck we even got here. As in what brought me to this point to start a podcast. I am almost 28 years old. I have a great job right now. I've been there five years, but obviously I'm not trying to stay at that job. The goal of this podcast, as you heard within the name, is for me, aka the Hawaiian, talk about new music coming out. Because music has always been a big influence within my life. But for the longest time, I didn't think of it as such. It was just always kind of there. And for most people, I didn't realize that that was the case. But since I was younger, I've had influence of music throughout my whole life. I can think about three, four people that have brought me to where I am at currently. It all starts back when I was really young. I would say my grandfather and his perception of music or all the music that he listened to was just all over the place and i did not realize that for the longest time by the time i was four years old i probably knew all the words to by dean martin at the moment standing behind me is a picture of the rat pack smoking and drinking at a bar and what looks to be Marilyn Monroe taking their orders. That just proves Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra have been big influences. And I don't know how many young kids can tell you that. They even know who the Rat Pack actually are. What's wild is it wasn't just that music that my grandpa showed me. I have burned images in my head of albums I saw as a child. One of them is from this artist. It's Alan Jackson's Gone Country. When I was little, 
I called it Gone Crunchy because that's how young I was and it sounded just as cool. I still have that picture of him sitting in a chair with his guitar. But aside from that album just being burned in my head, one of the albums my parents had, actually two of the albums my parents had, will always be burned in my memory. One. Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. The picture of that cross with skulls on it, I thought was the coolest thing when I was younger. The next one would be from Matchbox 20. Their album, Yourself or Someone Like You, always burned a picture of Drew Carey as an aviator, or just a redneck Drew Carey. Songs like this were on that 96 album. The other picture I have of an album in my head has this song on it. Now, that song is a cover by the band Ugly Kid Joe. And until I was much older, I did not know that it was even a cover. But I had the picture of some garbage pail looking person standing as the Statue of Liberty in New York City. My whole life, I was unaware that that song was a cover. And so listening to it, I will only ever hear that version in my head. At this point, listen to that song sucks because at this point in my life my dad is not with me so when i hear songs like that or this one off that same matchbox 20 album All I can picture is my dad. That last song is Hang by Matchbox 20. I can picture my dad playing that on guitar in the room as I'm either listening or singing along to him. My dad always played guitar and always kind of sang, so I thought it was normal. Obviously, I know it's not normal that all parents um, can play guitar. Not everyone can play guitar or that parents are singing like that, but I'm still unaware how much music was already in my life. That Matchbox 20 album came out in 1996. I was only three years old, but it wasn't the only music my parents influenced me on. Right around that same time in the 90s, when boy bands were a thing. Now, obviously it's the late 90s and I'm only six, seven, but I remember being in at least kindergarten and listening to all those boy bands. I had at least the first two NSYNC albums and the first three Backstreet Boys albums. But that first NSYNC album that came out in 97, it's got this song on there. God must have spent a little more time on you. I didn't know it at the time, but my mom told me right then, that's going to be the song we danced to at my wedding. I didn't know parents and their kids danced to songs at the wedding. Hell, I wasn't thinking about getting married. Personally, I'm still not thinking about getting married. Single as hell, ladies. Just saying. But ever since I was in at least kindergarten, my mom has known that that's a song we're dancing to at our wedding. Aside from my dad playing guitar and singing, and my mom also with some sort of musical influence in there, my mom and her best friend, who I call aunt and her husband I call uncle, knew Disturbed before anyone else heard this song. Oh, they say that's the song that they sold out to because they knew them way before then. So, so far in my life, 
It's 2000. I am seven years old. I'm already listening to everything through Dean Martin, Alan Jackson, and Disturbed. I don't think many kids have already had that variety of range within their music taste. But, like I said, I'm still only seven at this point. After listening to Disturbed and thinking Down With The Sickness was one of the greatest songs, I was shown this I can't say it was my dad who showed me this song, or my cousin, but either way it was around the same time, and when I hear Slipknot, I still think of my dad. Because on those last few weeks, when he was sick, we were listening to Corey Taylor Acoustic. If you don't know, Corey Taylor is the singer of Slipknot. He's been in at least one other band, but he's had a big solo career. Listening to that last song, Wait and Bleed, you might not know that. You might not be fully aware of his vocal range. But those last few weeks of watching hours-long YouTube videos of him performing acoustically with my dad, I can tell you, he's a hell of a performer. But I also mentioned whether it was my dad or my cousin that showed me on Slipknot because the other big musical influence or someone that showed me music in my life was my cousin Ryan. Whether he's listening to this or not, I don't think he was ever fully aware of that. I was in about third grade when my parents brought me and my sisters back up to Illinois to move in with my cousins. So surrounded by them in third grade, they were the other adult influences I had at the time. They were obviously both still in high school, and that's why we had to move back up here with them. But my cousin had stickers all over his doorway, and I literally thought that was the coolest thing, a collection of stickers just on top of the door. But most of those stickers were band-related. My cousin opened the doors to the punk rock scene for me. This was one of the first songs I remember off that. don't know it right away it's blink 182's anthem part two it's off the album take off your pants and jacket and not only did it have a bunch of great songs i thought on there but i also thought that was the coolest album title name ever i talked about albums being burned in my memory i still picture some guy in a blue shirt and a girl in a white and red shirt rolling around in the grass but what i didn't realize is on sticks and stones this next one is the only real popular song off of there Bouncing off of my cousin's influence into that punk scene of Newfound Glory and Blink-182, I found this next band. A simple plan with the song Addicted off their album No Pads, No Helmets, Just Balls. The album cover to that is the band partying and wrecking a hotel room not only did i think that was the coolest album title the song addicted was made literally just so they could say the word dick on radio that makes perfect sense that's just smart thinking and songwriting that's awesome following that simple plan album in 2002 as i grew older into middle school i wasn't living with my cousins anymore however i still had the thought of punk rock in my head this next song 
stop the album from under a cork tree. Aside from that album, I had A Fever You Can't Sweat Out by Panic at the Disco. I knew every word to every song on both of those albums. Obviously, you heard the clip from Sugar We're Going Down Swingin' because that is still one of their most popular songs. If you were growing up around 2005, today when that song comes on, you know you're jamming to it. But on Panic at the Disco's, everyone thinks of I Write Sins, Not Tragedy. Both albums came out in 05. However, when I hear A Fever You Can't Sweat Out, out by Panic at the Disco, the number one song I think of instead of I Write Sins Not Tragedies is Lying is the Most Fun a Girl Can Have Without Taking Off Her Clothes. I talked about great names for albums, but I think songs with titles like those are just insane. You'll hear it on a lot of punk albums, long song titles or something of the such. But in 2005, I'm still only 12 years old, so obviously I think that song title is wonderful. As we're growing up, we're still in middle school, and I'm still listening to the punk rock scene. I still have normal country playing on the background on the radio, and so when this song came out... I thought it was the coolest thing ever to hear some cute blonde girl singing about another big country star, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw was one of the other country artists I grew up with, more so through my mom than my grandparents, but still country was always in my blood. So when I heard some new young girl with a song titled Tim McGraw, I was a fan. Obviously, if you listen to music enough, you know that song Tim McGraw is by one of today's most popular female artists ever, Taylor Swift. And although I'm 28 and a male, I can say I've been a fan of Taylor Swift since day one. 2006 is when that self-titled album, Taylor Swift, came out. It is 2020. That means this girl has been doing this for 14 years. I wouldn't say I'm a Swifty, because that means I'm too big of a fan. I've never even seen her live, but I have been a fan of her since day one. But after that, I was still always just in the pop music. I was still listening to punk and alternative and everything that was on the radio, but I thought that was just a thing everybody did. I'm in middle school in 2005 and 2006, and by 2007, I'm graduating and going into high school. I thought music was a key thing that everyone just listened to. I thought the variety of what people were listening to was the same as mine. I didn't realize some people have certain tastes or some people dislike everything else because I listened to punk and country and oldies, pop and hip-hop. And I just thought it was music. If it was good music, I was going to listen to it. But by the time I went to high school, I never thought about that. So music kind of drifted from my mind. I didn't realize how big of an influence it was until years later. It was just always in the back of my mind of, okay, this is how I grew up. It wasn't until after I graduated high school and all my close friends went away to college that I didn't realize what I wanted to do. Until I found this group. If you know me well enough, you'll know that that last song 
is by Time Flies. Fall of 2011, all of my friends are away, and I am working for my dad at the garbage company where he was a manager. I saw a girl I went to high school with post a video of these two performing in Madison, Wisconsin. Sounded interesting. It was electronic, and this guy was rapping and singing. So I had to go look him up. I didn't find that song, obviously, right away, but I found covers to songs that they did. When you hear you know when it's real it's never faking when I'm baking I get doing this shit cuz I get you barely shaking but I'm on my own mind yeah say I speed it up yeah looking at the chat saying I don't give a fuck cuz we get it and telling you that we got this tune like fucking Van Morrison take us to the moonlight yeah I'm dancing in the remix songs like dancing in the moonlight and you're fans of those covers they're electronic and he's rapping on them that blew my mind that was almost too different it was almost too new and i found a passion for music as such it wasn't the same pop music that you hear it wasn't really hip-hop wasn't pop they called their genre electro hip-hop dub something because not even they knew what the hell they were trying to do the one producer, Rez, just making fun beats. The singer, rapper, Cal, vocalist, just knew he could freestyle. And he had a pretty good singing voice. They just mashed it up together and it worked. So hearing something as ridiculous put together opened my eyes as to this is something new, no one really knows about it, and I want to get into something like that. Right around the time of me discovering them is when I realized what I wanted to do. I had part of that influence on what I wanted to do because one of my friends at the time was going into broadcast journalism. Today, obviously, she's in broadcast journalism, not for music, but for politics. However, I realized music and broadcasting are the exact same goddamn thing. So, I decided community college. I figured if everyone's going to go off to school and this girl pointed out journalism broadcasting, I should try that. I went there in the fall of 2012, and then I lost my car. So I didn't have a way to get back and forth after that first semester. So I couldn't go back for the second semester. By the following fall, this fall of 2013, I had a car again. I tried it one more time. The same car, and it completely shit on me. So I couldn't even finish out that semester. So now I'm stuck. I knew I had a big influence and music is what I wanted to do because at this point, after I had found Time Flies, I had found other bands. I had found other artists that people weren't aware of. I don't remember how I came across some of these artists, but I found this girl. Nikki 
Heaton and Like Time Flies, she was on YouTube doing covers of songs. But her covers were rap songs. Her acoustic versions of popular rap songs. I thought this girl was good. I loved her voice and I thought she should be more popular. It was artists like this that I thought someone should be saying something more about these artists. After trying to do two semesters at community college, I figured I'd try something else. I had another friend who was starting a blog about this time. Obviously, at this point, I just went to a journalism class at a community college, so a blog sounded just as easy. It was January 2014 when I wrote my first blog. It was about that girl, Nikki Heaton. That was the first one. If you go to the Hawaiian 4 .wordpress.com, you'll find those blogs. They're kind of hidden back there, but I wrote five different blogs, about five artists. Obviously, the first artist I wrote about was Nikki Heaton, and obviously, I wrote about Time Flies because of their influence in my life. But I was trying to write about artists that had big influences on me, artists that were new and different at the time. One of those last artists I wrote about in that five blog span wasn't in 2014. It was in June of 2015. Although I started to write a blog about trying to write about newer artists and I wanted to start it often, I didn't do that as much. I wasn't finding as many artists that I wanted to write about as I should have. But in 2015, I found one more that I wrote about before I put the blog on pause. And that was 21 Pilots. Now, obviously, 21 Pilots is a huge band now but in 2015 they weren't that big i first came across them in 2014 or 2015 their album vessel came out in 2013 when i heard holding on to you on the radio was another band that said i don't know what the hell this is. Tyler Joseph was rapping and singing, and at one point he was screaming. Towards the end of the song, he's screaming, entertain my faith, right before he bursts out into rapping. I didn't know who the f could do this, but it was the most interesting thing, and it caught my mind. By the time I wrote a blog about them, they already had their single, Tearing My Heart Out. Their next single off that album was Stressed Out. Still wasn't as popular, but it was played on radio stations more. By the time it blew up to pop radio stations, my blog was already out and more people had known about him. Somewhere after 2015 is when I wasn't sure of what I was doing. I knew I still wanted to go into music, but I didn't know how I was going to get there. By 2015-2016, I had a good friend who was a vocalist in a band. I had moved in with him at the beginning of 2016. I say vocalist because he was in a screamo metal band. Although, obviously, I never understood what artists are saying in screamo. I was still all for it. It was still catchy. It was still good. And I was friends with him. By August of 2016, his band was getting going. And I was about to bring my blog back. I knew a couple more artists at the time. And so I was ready. If I was friends with a vocalist who was about to be in a band, I might as well try and hype that band up. That EP never got off the ground. And I don't even talk to that kid anymore. However, I still tried it, and I tried to bring the blog back. After 2016 and me not talking to that kid, it was 2017. I wasn't sure what I was doing with my life again. So here I am, knowing I want to do something in music, knowing I had tried blogging about artists, knowing I had already tried community college for two semesters. I wasn't going to try and do that again. I wasn't sure where I was going. It wasn't till the end of 2018, the beginning of 2019, I found an ad on Facebook 
It was for media school. Sent in an email to Illinois Media School just to see and hear what else there was. It was a media school that was going to teach me something in broadcasting. Might as well try and figure it out. Got a call and then ended up at the school that night. I worked out a payment plan. I told her I'd get back to her. I started two weeks later. February of 2019. I learned how to use a video camera right away. I was learning the basics of recording myself and even how to edit. The class had already been going on for two weeks when I hopped in there, but it was an intro class, so I picked it up pretty quickly. Including me, there were only four people in the class. They were all older than me, but I was all for it. I was into it. By that next month, those same three other people in my class, two of them were gone. This was an eight-month program of all hands-on learning. I had the funnest time. I had a couple choices of what I wanted to do while my time was there. Because this is all a hands-on school, and you're learning exactly how to broadcast, to create a radio show, to create a TV show, I had that choice. I already knew music was my goal, so I could start a podcast right in there in the school, or I can try and start a radio show. I went to one of my teachers. I said, if I start a podcast, can I use music more in it, or how is that going to change it? He said, you can maybe use a few seconds on the clip and see where it goes from there. And I said, if I start a radio show, can I use multiple genres of music in there? I was told as a radio show, I couldn't spread out genres and talk about all sorts of music. I had to stick to one genre. And if I started a podcast, I wasn't able to use too much music to clarify what I was talking about. So... To get hours for the class, I came across an internship for Cumulus Media. Now, Cumulus here in Chicago is the owner of one of my favorite stations, 101.1. So when I found the opportunity to be an intern for 101.1, I jumped on that. The goal was to be in radio somewhere, and if I could work for one of my favorite stations, I was going to take it. Obviously, being an intern means I wasn't doing too much. I became a promotions intern. So I would just go to events and try and convince people to sign up and win tickets and take free shit. However, I got to see a lot of free shows. I got to get into Riot Fest in 2019 and I got a VIP wristband. As an intern, I was able to go almost wherever I wanted. I got to see Rise Against for free for the first time. By the end of the internship, if anyone is aware, 101.1 does a big Christmas concert. It's a weekend-long thing. I got to see one of my favorite bands I mentioned earlier, 21 Pilots. I had never seen them before in my life, and I got to see them for free just because I was an intern at the station. I thought that was one of the coolest experiences I had, but things come to an end. As a promotions intern with a certificate in radio, television, broadcasting. No one's jumping at the chance to hire you right away. I applied to be a promotions assistant, but I knew I wasn't trying to stick with that. The hours were random. I don't know exactly what the pay was. And I was still at the full-time job I am now. So I couldn't really be too adjustable as they wanted me to be. So then obviously 2020 came. I have a certificate from an eight-month program for radio TV broadcasting, and I was just an intern at a giant media company. So jobs are wide open. Except for if you look at any job site, whether it be LinkedIn, Indeed, ZipRecruiter, 
Most radio stations are looking for three to five years experience. Now, obviously, I don't have three to five years experience. I got eight months, and I didn't even take the chance to start my own radio show. If you already checked on the website I told you about, thehawaiian4.wordpress.com, what you'll see on there, aside from those blogs, are demos and video projects of what I did at Illinois Media School. Just to prove that I can record, edit, produce, it's all on the site. But everything on there is what I did in college, in that eight-month program. I say college, it's whatever, it doesn't matter. But because I had always known I wanted to do something in music. In 2014, I started a blog. In 2016, I tried to bring back the blog. 2019, I was trying to go to school again for broadcasting because community college didn't work out. I think all of that led me to here, knowing at the end of 2011, when I found Time Flies, that they were a lower-key duo that wasn't as big as I thought they should be. I knew I wanted to promote smaller artists like that. But sticking to a blog and writing obviously hadn't worked out, and I was told last year in 2019, on a radio show, you should mostly stick to one genre, and on a certain amount of podcasts, you should use shorter clips, obviously. I'm not trying to play full songs, because that then turns this into a radio show. So on here, on the Hawaiian's New Music Thoughts, You'll be hearing small clips of songs of all genres. I can't promise you how long this will be, because although this is the first episode, I am sitting in my bedroom talking into a mic, rambling to myself. I'm not even recording this off of my laptop. I'm recording this off of my phone to save as a clip to then put on my laptop. All of this was planned to be done last year. All my closest friends have heard me talk about it earlier this year. All the random people I've met at a bar drunk that I've become friends with have heard about me talking about it, but this is the first time of me actually recording myself. So I can't promise you what you're about to hear. I can't promise you all the music I'm going to be talking about because I don't know when every artist is dropping a new song. What I can tell you, though, is currently the majority of all artists drop music on Fridays. Some of the even smaller artists will drop music on Wednesday, Thursday maybe even, but all music will come out sometime and you will know about it Friday morning. My plan for this podcast, as it is called The Hawaiian's New Music Thoughts, or as we're going to keep saying, T-N-M-T, because fuck turtles, I'm not going to break down every song. I just want to talk about songs when they come out. I'm not going to cover every song that comes out, but I'm going to cover the artist I find you think you should know about. However, although I listen to all sorts of genres, I don't listen to every artist. I don't know about every artist. So whoever ends up listening to this, whether it be a smaller artist that finds my podcast, whether it be friends that hear an artist that they think I don't know about, or they know of a song that comes out that they want other people to know about, let me know. Let me know if you know a new song coming out, or you know a new artist about to drop a song. Although I want to keep broadcasting and speaking about new artists, not every song I'm going to be talking about is from a new artist. They're definitely not going to be all songs from bigger artists. There are artists that I'll listen to their music, and I will or won't like the song. There are artists that I refuse to listen to, because they're too popular. They're too radio big. Their music isn't different, or I just don't like the song. I joke with people and tell them this all the time, but I think every rap artist, aside from Wayne, with the name Will in their name title, is mostly garbage. I haven't even listened to them all. 
I haven't even given most of them a try. But try harder. If you're going to become a rapper of said genre, make it new. Make it different. I'm about to really go insane if the game gives even it have a little bit of fame to another motherfucker that got little in his name. Fuck Gucci. You should join the literacy gang. However... If whoever is listening to this podcast wants to prove me wrong, wants to show me a good song or a good artist that they think most people should know about, let me know. If you find this podcast, it will be either because you are on my main social media account and you saw me promote it enough, or you have found my other social media accounts, the media accounts that will be for this podcast directly. If you are unaware and you have found me on my regular social media accounts, the account for this podcast is at TNMT underscore pod. Obviously, I'm not trying to promote both of my normal accounts, but at TNMT underscore pod is on Twitter and Instagram as of right now, as of before I started recording this episode. I can't promise you when these episodes will all drop, I don't know when I'll start recording all these episodes, but the one thing I know is that I am officially recording and starting this podcast. I talked about the people that knew about this podcast coming. I talked about me having the idea for this podcast last year, and even the idea of me just trying to promote artists and songs such as this, but 2020 was a flop. We're in the beginning of 2021 And as I record these, I will do it week by week. You'll get at least one episode a week. As of right now, depending on when I first drop this, we will try and do it that week. Like I said, music comes out on Fridays. So maybe you'll get my recording on a Monday or Tuesday. Again, I can't promise you anything. I can't promise you how long they'll be, because I don't know how much music I'm going to talk about. I don't know how many new songs are coming out. I already told you. I'm not going to talk about every new song coming out, every new artist coming out. However, the songs I listen to, the songs I know coming out, songs I think are good that I want to talk about, you'll hear. But I also want to hear more from you. I don't know every artist, but I want to speak about the majority of all artists I can. So reach out to me and let me know. Again, as I record this, this is the first episode of TNMT. Follow or share or tell whoever if you enjoyed it, if you want to keep listening to me speak randomly alone in my bedroom to myself because that's how podcasts work share it be informed let people know as of right now i am out of here this has been fun so far